Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Praise God. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Amen. We're, we're here in uh, Eagle Mountain International Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Praise God. I've got a bunch of fanatics here tonight, so we're... <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. We... Um, Last week, we began a study uh, beginning in the third chapter of the book of Galatians, and we'll turn there tonight. That will also be our golden text for this entire week. The Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith, or that we might receive what the Spirit promised through faith. So, as always, faith is at the heart of receiving. Amen? Amen. All right, now, notice here, we see the curse. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law, then we see the blessing of Abraham, and then we see what the Spirit promised Abraham. Amen. So, we're talking about the curse, we're talking about the blessing, and we're talking about the promise. Praise God. Now, let's go to the 28th chapter of the book of Deuteronomy once again. And um, the first 14 verses is the blessing of Abraham. And then from verse 15 on is the curse of the law from which we've been redeemed. And um, I made mention of it uh, last Friday, that if you ask most Christians, I, and I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, born-again people that know God, but if you ask them the straight question, what have they, we been redeemed from? You kind of get a blank stare. <laughs> well, we've been redeemed from sin. Well, yes, but that's all involved in being redeemed from the curse of the law. Amen. So now, I want us to notice once again, we talked about this last week, but it's, it's so vitally important. Look at the first verse, and we'll notice the way that 
these verses are constructed, it shall come to pass. Do you notice that? It will. Say, it will. It shall come to pass that if you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all of his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if you shall hearken or listen, if you'll listen to the voice of the Lord thy God. Amen. Shut up and listen. <laughs> if you listen, it will come to pass. But now also, look at the 15th verse. But it shall come to pass. If you will not listen, hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Well, now, before we get any further with this, yes, Brother Copeland, but now we're talking about the law. Yes, isn't that wonderful? Amen. This is the Word of God, you understand. This is not something bad, it's something good. Amen. But don't you remember that in the, uh, well, in the book of Romans, very plainly says what happens if you love your neighbor as yourself, that you not only fulfill all his commandments, and if there be any other commandment, it is fulfilled in love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. Amen. But we've got people that still won't listen to that. Well, I believe that's under the law. Well, I'm going to tell you something, darling. The curse is still here. Whether it is under the old covenant or the new covenant, it is still here even though it's been defeated because Jesus bore that entire curse. He satisfied and defeated that entire thing. Well, then what's wrong? <laughs> All right. Now, <clears throat> let's move right over to the 30th chapter of Deuteronomy. Now, in this 28th chapter, particularly in the, in the, the curse, go ahead and look up that 30th chapter, and I'll, I'll catch up with you in a moment. We found out that every sickness and every disease, every plague, not written in this book of the law is under that curse or is a curse. I, I want you to make this firm. I, I know I'm not having to teach this to anyone in this room. 
But there's a lot of people watching tonight. A lot of people uh, could very well be hearing this for the first time. Amen. And have been taught that sickness in some uh, cases is some kind of blessing in disguise. It is never a blessing. Never, ever. Now, I have, I have heard and read after some, uh, some things that, well, you know, um, God in his infinite wisdom, uh, just there are certain things that you just won't learn any other way. He'll put sickness on you. That's a lie from hell. That is a lie. He has never done that and never has and never will. The only person that God ever brought sickness on was Jesus. Amen. Because Jesus bore. He took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Hallelujah. Not only that, he bore our sins. That's bigger than the sickness. He bore our sins in his own body on the tree. That we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Well, now how did he bear our sicknesses? When he was made a curse. I mean, excuse me, our sins. When he was made a curse. That's when we were redeemed from sin, sickness, demons, fear, poverty. Hallelujah. Now, just for as a matter of, of a reminder, the curse is threefold. Now, you can read through this entire. Uh, 28th chapter of Deuteronomy, you'll find spiritual death, sickness, and poverty. And a, a subordinate to poverty is debt. So now, what is redemption? Spiritual life. New life. Amen. Being born again. Jesus said, I've come that they might have life. My words are spirit and they're alive. Amen. So the new birth or being a new creature, born again, old things passed away and behold, all things become new. And healing and Prosperity. That's the blessing of the Lord. Now, in, in prosperity, it's not just financial prosperity. No, it's, it's the true prosperity is the God-given ability to meet every need, every need. Come to a high place in everything desired, spirit and soul and body and financially and socially. Glory to God. Amen. 
thank the Lord for that. Amen. So, in talking about the curse, uh, we come into that place and uh, to realize even, even though, and we dealt with this to quite a degree last, last week, even though when you read words like in the 22nd verse, the Lord shall smite thee with consumption, with a fever and with inflammation and so forth. Actually, that's not what that said in the 15th verse. It says it'll come to pass if you will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, all these curses will come on you. It didn't say anything about God having to put them on you. No, they're there. <laughs> Amen. It's still that way today. Even though it has been completely defeated, it's still out there. And it'll function, like Gloria says, the sun will shine on anybody that'll get out in it. <laughs> Amen. And if you get out there, you're going to get some sunshine on you. So, and maybe we'll get into that in, in more detail a little bit later. But now, we, we, to deal with the will of God. What is the will of God for all men for all time. Is it God's will to heal every time? Is it God's will to prosper every time? Is it, what is God's will? Now remember, He is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. There is no shadow of turning in him. That just simply means he's not about to change. No, no, no. No, he's not changing. And he's not changing his name. Jehovah Rapha, I'm the Lord that healeth thee, is still Jehovah Rapha. He's not become Jehovah the one that makes you sick. And he hasn't stopped healing, because if he did, he would say, well, I guess I'm not that anymore. So don't call me that anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that anymore. <laughs> Amen. Now, all right, Deuteronomy chapter 30. This is... God declaring His will before His people Israel. Verse 19, Deuteronomy 30, 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. In other words, you don't have any excuse. <laughs> I'm calling heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose, now the understood subject of the sentence there is you. 
I, I wrote that in my Bible, just right out there by that. Therefore, you choose life that both thou or both you and your seed may live. That's his will. He is stating his will here. I want you to live. I want your children to live. I want them to be blessed. Amen. I put before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Now you choose life. That you may love the Lord thy God. And that thou mayest obey his voice. And that thou mayest cleave unto him. For he is thy life. And the length of thy days, he's the length of your days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give them. Now, in, in, in my heart and mind, that settled the question. So I, I see this like this God's already made his choice, he made his choice. He is saying, look, I want you. I love you. I want to talk to you. I want to give you life and life abundant. Now, I'm kind of, I'm jumping out ahead of myself here, but, but this is a good place to understand this. Jesus came born of a woman into the earth in response to that. See, that's the will of God. And Jesus came to fulfill that. Hallelujah. That's a good place to say amen right there. Now notice what he said. that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice and that you may cleave to him. He, he's saying, hey, come on. How can you obey his voice if you can't hear him? People say, well, God doesn't ever speak to me. That's not what he said here. He's talking all the time. We've been so spiritually dense, we couldn't hear it. That's the problem. It's not with God. As, would, <laughs> would you dare, would you, would you possibly dare go get in your car, flip on the radio, nothing. And you move the, the down and uh, what, what's going on here? Well, I'll tell you what, I better call those folks. There's something wrong with their station. They're not saying anything. If they were saying anything, I would certainly know it. Nobody ever does that. You fix the radio. <laughs> it's not the fault of the station. Amen. Back in the old days, you go check the tubes. Yeah, none of y'all remember that. <laughs> none of you kids do. 
<laughs> yeah, so I looked at some of you grinning around. You know what I'm talking about. And you know, it got to, it got to be really something, man. You could even go to the 7-Eleven store and check your radio tubes. <laughs> what is that, Mr. Copeland? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't have time to tell you what to, if you don't know, let them that are ignorant stay ignorant still. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. No, there's something wrong with the radio, not the station. But then when you get over into spiritual things, people try to blame it on God. I don't know why you didn't tell me about that. Don't you care? Don't you ever let that come out of your I mean, you slap, you stuff a rag in your mouth, you do whatever it takes. Don't ever accuse God. Listen, hey, don't ever accuse him of not caring. He is on your side. But the devil will do everything he can to get that in your mouth. Because if you, if you play with that and start thinking that way and start talking that way, Depression is right around the corner. And then it just gets deeper and uglier and deeper and uglier. What is that? Death, not life. Amen? Are we, are we good so far? How much time we got to? All right. Now then, we talked about the curse and we talked about God executing judgment I want to go back and deal with that a little bit more for, for the matter of clarification. Let's go to Exodus chapter 12. And I want you to see actually what we're talking about here in verse 23. Exodus 12, 23. For the Lord will pass through to smite. This is now, this is talking about during the, the Passover. The Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians. Well, now that looks like God's going to smite them. Like, like God's coming through and he's the one that's going to kill them. When he seeth the blood upon the lintel and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come into your house and smite you. So it really wasn't God killing anybody, was it? No. It was the destroyer. Amen. We talked about the, in the book of Malachi for the, the, one, of the, one of our tithing rites is God will rebuke the devourer the destroyer for our sakes. Glory to God. Man, I stand on that. <laughs> Hallelujah. I use that a lot. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.